Ladies and gents, feels good to be back. It's been a while since we've been on the podcast. Last one being around a few weeks ago, but hey, we're back halfway through the NFL season. And boy, do I have a special episode saved up for you today. We got a ton of guests coming on and we're going to be kicking things off here tonight with Zach from Pro Football Craze on Instagram. Please guys go show him some love. He'll be tagged down in the comments. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm so hyped to have you on the podcast. Excited to run down some NFC football today. As you know, midway through the season now, week 10 approaching us. Obviously, this is being filmed before the Thursday night game, but it's right, Ravens-Dolphins. I mean, I got the Ravens coming outside that one. I don't think there's too no. much to debate there. So we're basically going to be talking today with Zach about our NFC Divisional winners, our wild card picks, and ending things off with our Super Bowl thoughts. So Zach, let's dive right into things today. Let's talk about that NFC East. Sorry, we got the Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, and the football team. Who do you like coming out of this division on top? Uh, for me, it's got to be the Cowboys. I think their offense, they did struggle last week against the Broncos, but I think they're going to bounce back, and I think they're overall still the best team. Dak's by far the best quarterback in the division, and Dan Quinn's defense has looked pretty good. Trayvon Diggs has let up some big plays, but he's also got the turnovers. Uh, so for me, by far, it's got to be the Cowboys. You feel the same way? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you got to argue in there. I don't think Dak's the best quarterback. I got to put Danny Dimes in that discussion. But uh, you know what? Cowboys, they've earned it. It's I hate agreeing with those Cowboys fans because I know there are some that watch these podcasts. You guys have a good team this year. I'm not going to lie. It was scary last week seeing you guys lose to the Denver Broncos. But I still got faith. I think Dak's going to rebound this upcoming weekend. I'm expecting a big season overall continuing off that six and two start from them. So I'm expecting them to win the division as well. Moving over to the NFC North now, we got the Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. Now Packers missing Aaron Rodgers last week. Zach, who do you have winning this division? I think the Packers still managed to come out on top. Rodgers is going to come back. Uh, the Odell rumors are whirling around right now. I doubt he signs with the Packers, but... I can't see the Vikings making up the ground and with Matt Nagy still being the head coach of the Bears. Um, I don't see their offense really taking that next step with Fields quite yet. Uh, hopefully Nagy's gone after the season and then they can begin to build that offense um, around Justin Fields. But for now, I think the uh, Vikings have a really hard schedule coming up and the Packers' uh, strength of schedule is 30-37 uh, going forward. So for me, they have the easier schedule. They're by far the better team. Um, so that's my pick. And then the Lions are just going to be the Lions. So, oh, and 17, maybe. You know what? They are, uh, they're contending for it right now. Listen, they, they have lost a few games that they could have easily won. Um, they had that game against the Ravens, which would have, yeah. you know, really submitted them as not the complete worst team in the league. Um, they're, they're going to finish, you know, with one or two wins. It's unfortunate. Again, Vikings, Bears, two teams that I think could be playoff teams. It's just, it's a matter of winning those games. Last week, Vikings needed that win against the Ravens, the Bears. They had the game against the Steelers. Um, you know, there's all that talk about the refs for the Steelers, the the terrible calls. We're not even going to go into that because that's a whole different discussion. But uh, yeah, I got the Packers coming out on top here too. Never going to bet against A-Rod. 
he's fantastic. When he comes back from COVID, he's going to make it look easier than ever. And him and Devontae Adams, you cannot go wrong with that duo. So I got them coming out of this division on top. NFC South, um, this is one of those interesting divisions. We got Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Panthers, a division where I see a lot of wild cards possibly coming out. But who do you got winning it? I think the Bucs will win it. Um, I still think they're the better team. Obviously, the Saints now have their quarterback issues. Uh, so I think that sets them back with Jameis. I think they definitely be that 5-6 seed area. But with Tom Brady still being on the Bucs, Antonio Brown's going to come back. That offense has too much firepower on it. And with the defense being as good as they are, um, I can't see a Winstonless Saints or the Falcons with their terrible defense yeah. or the Panthers with their terrible offense coming anywhere near close to winning that. So I think so far those three divisions are pretty locked up for me. Can't see much changing there. Yeah, uh, same with me. I was looking these over right before the podcast here, and I had the same thoughts. I got Bucks all the way. Business is booming. Love AB there. So going to stick with the Bucks again. Saints, I don't, I don't really know how they're going to work without Jameis now. I, he was doing great uh, filling in for Breeze, who had recently retired last season. But I, I don't even know if they make a playoff spot here in a wild card, which we'll talk about in a second here. Again, Falcons, too. They have surprised me, but again, it's Matt Ryan. So uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And then the Panthers, again, starting 3-0, and and now you're 4-5. That That is not a good look. Sam Darnold just threw the bag. I mean, this guy had the job secured, and mm -hmm. he just has looked like complete crap. So yeah. I'm going to stick with uh, the Bucks there. I mean, again, I just touching on the Panthers, I really had high hopes for them. I don't know what your thoughts were on them heading into the season, but I really thought that they could have at least made a wild card spot. So I'm actually a Panthers fan. So for ah. me, I did have high hopes. I believed in Darnold after the three, you know, start. Um, I was a little bit more hesitant than some people were because obviously the competition wasn't great. Um, but now Darnold's going to miss a few weeks. PJ Walker is going to come in. I can't see anything exciting happening there. He's going to be an all right guy. And then we signed Matt Barkley. So for me, I think we're kind of in that limbo where we don't have a quarterback. Uh, we have a really good defense, but that's not going to do enough to win us any games when the quarterback play can't exactly. keep up. No, I mean, defense wins championships to a point. You got to have yeah. an offense that's going to produce. So um, yeah, I mean, I, no three interceptions per game, whatever. Yeah. Happen to win. I, don't, I don't want to bash the Panthers in front of a Panthers fan, but. <laughs> They got a bright future. That, that's where we're yeah. going to stick with here. All right. Sean Watson in the offseason. That's, right. that's the hope. <laughs> that's the hope. That's the hope. <laughs> um, final here, NFC West. This is uh, that big division that was so highly mm. talked about all season. It was uh, hyped up heading into the season. Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, Niners. Who do you have ultimately coming out on top in this division? Yeah, so I actually have the strength of schedule remaining uh, for the last few weeks up in front of me. And the Cardinals have the easiest schedule going forward. They're already up uh, a game on the Rams. Uh, the 49ers defense has been suspect. The offense looked good with George Kittle back, um, but their defense still didn't quite do enough for them. I think the Seahawks are going to do good. Uh, now that Russ is coming back, but they're already so many games behind that I really think it's going to be hard for them to catch up with the Cardinals. Uh, so barring a Kyler Murray injury, as long as he 
can come back from this. I think that they will win. Uh, they looked amazing with Colt McCoy and James Conner. Um, and if they can do that with them, once Kyler Diop and Chase Edmonds come back near the end of the season, I think they're definitely going to be the one seed in the NFC due to their easy schedule going forward. And the uh, fact that as long as Kyler comes back, they'll be good. Hey, I mean, Cole McCoy credit to him last year. Cardinals needed that win. They subbed in uh, my man, Chris Strebler. He came down here from Canada. Um, we sent him over to Arizona and long story short, did not go well. Pick six on that first pass that he threw through. So uh, we're going to hopefully uh, expect him back in Winnipeg pretty soon. Um, but good for Colt McCoy. Happy they got that W without Kyler. And I believe they were missing D hop last yeah. week as well. So, I have and to start missing Edmonds too for majority right. of the game because he got hurt early. So and then you got James Conner looking like Derrick Henry right. out here, right? So <laughs> you know what? It's all coming together. I can't bet against the Cardinals right now. So I'm gonna stick with them. We're gonna go four yeah. for four here. Uh same, but I'm expecting a little bit of difference now that we go into mm -hmm. our wild card picks. So I'll leave the floor open to you. Who are your three wild card picks heading into the playoffs here? See, I think the easy one for five is going to be the Rams for the fifth seed for sure. I actually had them winning the division uh, before the season started, uh, but they have had a couple setbacks, a couple losses, and the Cardinals have just looked amazing. And I think six and seven are really where it differs. Like I said, if, the, if James Winston was still playing, I think the Saints would be an easy six. Uh, but he's not playing anymore. I still think they might squeak in at the seven. Um I really don't think there's seven teams in the NFC that deserve to make the playoffs right yeah. now, to be honest. Like the Panthers, I don't think they're going to do anything without Darnold. Looking at the Vikings, I think they could make a push. Um, and the same goes with the Seahawks. So if it's for me, I think the Seahawks have a really good end of season run. I'm going to go Seahawks six. Um, and then I think the Saints sneak in at seven. All right. All right. I like that Rams pick. I mean, that's almost guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Those are the five teams that I think have a decent shot at a Super Bowl victory this year. Other than that, I don't see anybody coming out the NFC and winning that Super Bowl trophy. Prove me wrong if they want. I just don't see it happening. Uh, six and seven, they're going to be changed a little bit for me. I think that the Vikings can pull it together. I've seen enough from them, which has shown me that they can play at a playoff caliber level. Um, we saw it last week, as I mentioned, against the Ravens. If they can pull things together, that's my sixth spot in the wild card. And my seventh spot, I'm going to give it to the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. It's, uh, it's, it's out there. I, I understand that. Um, they have not been the same team ever since that Super Bowl win with, you know, Big Dick Nick there in the finals. <laughs> that Philly special, but I really like what Hertz is doing. I've talked really highly about the Eagles all season, and I'm not going to take shame if they don't make the playoffs here. I'll take all the hate everybody wants. Um, I don't want to just pick a general team that's going to make it. So I really got a lot of hope and uh, upside on that Eagles team. I really think that they could give it at least a shot, especially in a division with the giants and the football team there. So that's what I'm going to be kind of banking off. And to just close things out here, let's hear some Super Bowl predictions. Who do you got matching up in the Super Bowl, NFC versus AFC? So I think uh, NFC, I think it's going to be the Bucks or the Rams. Um, I'm probably going to pick the Bucks, 
I think they come out. Tom Brady's going to have another great playoff run. And then in the AFC, I think it's kind of up for grabs right now. The Titans have looked the best. Uh, but I'm not really going to count on Ryan Tannehill to make those throws uh, when it's needed in the playoffs. Uh, the Ravens, they could. Their defense looked good. Uh, but I still think it's got to be the Bills to be the favorites to come out and win the Super Bowl in the East. So I'm going to go uh, Bills-Buccaneers. Um, I believe Josh Allen's going to have a bounce back. You know, after his big game, Josh Allen had, a, you know, an in, he had three interceptions. He had the... Fumble recovery, the forced fumbles. He had, you know, he had a sack too, uh, eight <laughs> tackles. So, you know, I think that the Bills bounce back. Um, and they're going to be my pick just because I believe in their offense and I think they still have a great defense. Whereas some of the other teams, I can't for sure say, especially with the questions about Derek Henry coming back, will he be back in the playoffs? Uh, who knows? But yeah, I'm going to go with that. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Bucks on the NFC side. I'm not going against Brady until the man loses. Um, he's, again, he's out there performing game in, game out. He's at an MVP level, and he's in his mid-40s. That's unheard of, so I'm going to stick with the Bucks there, that offense, that defense, just a complete team. And then you move to the AFC, and again, as you mentioned, up for grabs. The Bills, they are the best team in this conference. However... They just lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They made me look so foolish for picking them as a lock for the week. These guys probably lost betters so much money this weekend. I really do like the Bills. I want to support them, but I'm going to say that the Ravens have the upper hand. I think that right. the Ravens defense can put up a good fight against that Bills offense, and I think Lamar is going to clutch up in the playoffs. However, the lack of experience in the playoffs for Lamar. He's had two, or I think he's had three games in the playoffs mm. in total. That might cost him down the stretch, but I have faith in the Ravens. I have faith in that roster. So I'm going to pick the Ravens versus the Bucks. And I got the Bucks coming out on top and Brady winning his eighth ring of his career. So that is my final prediction for the Super Bowl. Um, I forgot to ask who do you actually have winning the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I think the Bucs will win as well. Um, I do like the Ravens pick. For me, it was between the Bills and the Ravens. Um, I just think the Bills' defense is a little bit better. And when you were talking about how the Bills just lost uh, to the Jaguars, I thought you were going to pick the Titans. <laughs> and I was fully ready to come out with the whole they lost to the Jets thing uh, with Derrick Henry. So, yeah, for me, um, I still got to pick the Bills, but the Ravens could do it. I just don't quite trust Lamar. Uh, right now to be that guy when they're down two minutes to yeah. go up against that Bills defense if they're going and Lamar needs a touchdown. I put my faith in Josh Allen right now. You know what? That That's fair point right there. I I can't disagree with that. Um, again, I just, I'm just really praying that Lamar can pull up big time and, you know, get that victory against the Bills in that conference championship game, which I think will happen. Before we close out here, let me just touch back on the Jets. Mark White, if they did have him, they would be my AFC Super Bowl <laughs> contender. All right. Um, that's going to close things out for this first segment here, guys. Stay tuned on the episode. We're going to have more guests rolling in, and I appreciate you guys for coming on, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. And Zach, again, thank you for coming on. I hope to have you on later in the season. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. I'll definitely be back on. Anytime. Guys, stick around, and I'll see you soon.
Welcome back, guys. You guys are coming from our previous segment over there with Zach from Pro Football Craze. As you guys may have noticed, grew a little bit of a mustache since I was last here on the screen. It's all good. You know, growing up, hitting puberty, man. I don't know what else to say. There's hair growing everywhere, even on my face. So I got my mustache growing. And again, today on the line, I got my main man, Luke Shepard. Luke, how are you doing? I'm doing well, you know, like puberty, like you said, puberty, man, it hits you, it hits you in the face, it gets it, gets it good. That's right, you know, it's November, you got to grow out that stash, so you got to support the month, and I'm excited yeah. to get into things with you. Uh, previous segment, talked to Zach about our NFC divisional picks, so today with you, I want to go through our AFC divisional picks, our wild card predictions, and end off with some Super Bowl thoughts. So to kick things off here Let's talk about that AFC East. Bills, Pats, Jets, Dolphins. Who do you got coming out on top of this division? Well, obviously, I'm going to say the Bills. But with the last, what, two games against Tennessee and then just losing to Jacksonville, I mean, that was just ridiculous. Um, You know, the Patriots are definitely putting up a fight with how well they're playing right now, but I think the bills will catch up and, and they'll win the division. Still, I think they'll win it probably like a 12 and five record. I think they'll get hot. Um, but new England's definitely in what in they're they're close. They're close. Listening. I mean, pardon me, listen, five and four is what I'm reading here. They're close to the bills. I have full trust yeah. in Josh Allen right now. He's a fantastic yeah. player, but you can't lose to the Jags and be a top tier team. That, yeah, that's a that's big awful. issue, right? So yeah. you cannot lose to the Jags. I still have faith in the Bills here. I still think that they will come out on top of this division. But I would not be surprised to see Bill Belichick work some magic and yeah. get himself into a top place in this division if the Bills keep on losing those games against teams like the Jags. So I'm going to go with Bills yeah. here, but I still see the Patriots. Yeah. And again, Jets, Dolphins, not going to happen. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. Dolphins just look horrendous. And, like, it's not even Tua. I don't even think – he's not really the problem. I think he's playing fine. It's just I think the whole team, especially cutting um, Kyle Van Noy in the offseason, you're losing leadership on that defense, and that defense just looks horrendous compared to last year. And that and their weapons are good, but it just doesn't seem right. The O-line is definitely the biggest problem there. But, yeah, um, yeah it's just not good. Yeah, not the team we were used to seeing from last year. So we both got Bills coming out of that division. Yeah. Now let's move to the AFC North. This has been the hot division all season. Ravens, yeah. Steelers, Browns, Bengals. Take it away. What are your thoughts on the division? Um, well, people are already jumping to conclusions and saying after those two very, very bad losses that they should not have lost. Well, Cleveland's not a bad loss, but Bengals. Um, you know, losing to Mike White and the Jets, which Mike White played incredible that game. Um, you know, that's obviously disappointing, but I don't think they're pretenders. I, I really don't. I, I think that they still have a chance. I, th- I think the Ravens will come out, and I think actually they're going to end up as the first seed in the AFC. Um, I think the Ravens will get a bye week again uh, at a really, really high record, and Lamar's going to lead them and maybe win another MVP. Um, but I will definitely say that the uh, the Bengals are not pretenders, in my opinion, and that they are still in the race. Um, I don't see the Browns with the injuries still. Um, and even if they come back, I feel like they may get suffer another one, even though OBJ is gone. And I think that's that's helping them. Mm-hmm. Um, and once they get healthier, they'll be better. Um, 
But I think that three teams are making the playoffs. I don't I really trust the Steelers in winning that division or really making the playoffs compared to the other three, in my opinion. Um, I think the other three are going to make it over them. And I think that all three of them will make the playoffs, but the Ravens will come out on top on the division. 100%. Um, again, we'll talk about the wild cards as we go through the episode. I have Ravens winning this division. I actually have them as my Super Bowl pick, which I had mentioned in the previous segment here. Um, Brown's a fantastic team. They're, they've just got a lot of injuries going on. OBJ, listen, yeah. I think he's I think he's a great talent. We've seen it. He just yeah. – Cleveland wasn't the right landing spot for him. It just wasn't going to work. They're not a pass-centered team. Their run game is established with Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Dearness Johnson. They have so much talent there. So – I. I think OBJ will find success elsewhere. As far as the Bengals go, they've shown me a lot of good things and they've also shown me a lot of bad things. So I'm really skeptical as to where to put them right now. And then the Steelers, you got big Ben out there who the guy like, come on. He's yeah. He's out there. Noodle he's, alarm. Right. Like he can't even do anything. He is arguably one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. You could show Absolutely. me as many clips as you want. Big Ben can't yeah. throw for shit. I've seen it. I've watched yeah. the games. I agree. Can't. Yeah, I think Dwayne Haskins would be close to as good out there. I mean, Haskins ha- having a year under his belt behind it, I think if he ends up starting next year for this team, who knows who knows who's going to start? It could be, you know, obviously Mason Rudolph. But I think that both of those guys could arguably play better than Big Ben with how horrendous he looks right now. It's just... Yeah, it's awful. Big Ben, Matt Ryan, two quarterbacks that just need to go. I don't care how good their teams are doing. They would be – both teams could be arguably the best teams in their divisions if they had better quarterbacks, especially the Steelers. Wait, you said Big Ben and Matt Ryan? I Well, Matt Ryan with the Falcons behind the box. Pardon me. I should have said behind the box there. But I think yeah. that – you know, they could be at least a contender without Matt Ryan on that roster. Yeah, I can agree, but I still think they're going to make the playoffs, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, kind of covered that, but again, we can yeah. always jump <laughs> yeah, into that. Go to, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, going. AFC South here, we got Titans, Colts, Jags, Texans. It's a stinky division here, I'm not going to lie. We got uh, yeah. a few teams that have just disappointed so far, but who you got here? For me, it's between the Titans and the Colts. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it, there's no way Jacksonville or the Texans are winning that division. Obviously, I want to go with my favorite team, uh, the Colts, but I kind of see, I feel like it's going to be really, really, really close because mm-hmm. Colts are still hot right now. I think that they're going to be able to steal one of those games that in like Arizona, Tampa Bay, and Buffalo they have to play. I think they're going to steal one or maybe even two of those games and with Jonathan Taylor right now being the best healthy running back in the league with how unbelievable he is playing. Um but I, I will say the Titans. I think the Titans will squeeze it out. I think they're really going to get cold towards the end. I don't see them making it out of the first round of the playoffs, actually. But they, I think without the running game, it's going to eventually hit them. And then they're going to regress. And let's just talk about that running game. Like, let's be honest, it did improve. They bring in Adrian Peterson. I mean, the guy is looking as good as new. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, upgrade from Derrick Henry, in my opinion, there. And you always got Jeremy McNichols out there. So... Who needs Derrick Henry when you're just, you know, reeling in the W's? I got high hopes for the Colts, but um, as for right now, I'm going to stick with the Titans for winning this division, but I think the Colts could be one of those dark horses leading into the playoffs based off what we've seen, Absolutely, you know, these past few weeks. And finally here, we got the AFC West. 
Chargers, Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos. This is another good division. Who do you have winning it? The Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. I. The thing is, the reason I'm not saying the Chargers, the Chiefs, or the Broncos, I think all f- four of them could win it. Because I think with Teddy B, the Broncos do have a chance more them with obviously Drew Locke and even though they lose out on Von Miller they also get younger and I feel like it gets a little bit of a better environment like sorry to say um but I think that they still I think all those teams have a chance to make the playoffs obviously I don't see the Chiefs the Chiefs just don't they don't look they barely beat the Packers the other night with Jordan Love at quarterback like what the hell yeah. how do they not blow them out there it just shows that the Chiefs are weak right now and that something is wrong and that I don't see them winning the division. I think the Raiders are going to continue to play well with their new, um, with their interim head coach. I think that with the Chargers, Herbert's inexperience, it's shown a little bit more than it did way earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And the defense isn't just quite good enough, quite yet. Like they have so many young stars on that defense, and they need them maybe a year or two before they're like solidified as a top five defense in the league. Um, but I, I think the Raiders are going to win it. I think that Derek Carr will pull it out and he's just going to continue to play unbelievable. Like he has been. Hey man, they lose John Gruden early in the season. Then they lose Henry Ruggs and they bring in Deshaun Jackson equaling things out for the Raiders. Um, and they may get OBJ. We'll see. (laughs) Exactly. You know what? (laughs) The Raiders have been such a difficult team to watch over these past five years because they've had it there, but they just can't close this over the hump out right they can't that's right they can't get over that seven and nine eight and eight type of record so maybe this is the season that we see it i'm personally going to stick with the chargers here but i still think that the raiders have a very very good chance and making the playoffs in fact i think that they can surprise fans a team that's not going to make the playoffs to the kansas city chiefs nothing's going to happen with them Patrick Mahomes, even though he's having a good season, the Chiefs just suck. They are terrible. They're so bad. And you still have <laughs> so awful. You still have your wife. You still have your brother <laughs> just disrespecting the franchise. His mom. His right? mom was tweeting about how Tyreek was dropping his passes and forcing picks. Like it's awful. It's an awful toxic place down there. And like I think that's the reason that he's struggling. It's it, just so awful. This is this is the type of stuff that would go down in a mini U League, right? When you're seven years old, <laughs> parents are fighting over who gets to take the final penalty on kick. Facebook. But come on, <laughs> this is the pros, man. So I yeah. think just not the Chiefs' year from what we've seen. They can turn it around. They have the talent. I just don't see it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so now moving into our wild card picks, I'll leave the floor open to you here. Who are your three wild card picks in the AFC? Okay. Um, no specific order. The Colts, I think, are definitely gonna make it. In that division, in the AFC West and the AFC North, there are so many teams that can make it out of that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that the Chiefs end up missing the playoffs. Yeah shockingly enough and that it'll be the Colts the Patriots and mm, I'm gonna either give it see I want to say the Chargers or the Bengals Mm -hmm. but to be honest I don't think either of those super young talented teams can really beat out how the Browns have the best roster in the league I think the Browns Colts and uh, the Browns Colts and Patriots are my three wild card teams yeah for me here, uh, I'm going to stick with the Colts 
as my number one. Uh, again, not in no specific order. I'm just saying number yeah. one is my first wild card. Number two, um, I'm going to have to hand it to the Browns here. Um, I think that they have the roster to do it. I think Baker can lead them. I don't have faith in the Steelers or the Bengals from what I've seen. And then finally, yeah. um, I mean, I I, I got to give it, I think, to the Patriots here. I mean, yeah, does that, does that mean... I'd be shocked if you didn't go them. Like, does that mean that the Raiders missed the playoffs to me? <sighs> I'm not sure. It's a very, very tough conference to like great yeah. at this point. Patriots have the upper hand because they have the Jets, the Dolphins, and the currently struggling Buffalo Bills in their division. Um, yeah. The Raiders, again, they, they're playing against the Chiefs, who are still a very talented team, the Chargers and the Broncos, all games which they could possibly lose. So I'm going to give it to the Patriots, but that does not mean anything Raiders fans. They still have a very good chance at making these playoffs and possibly yeah. surprising fans. Yeah, I, I could see it. I mean, it's just the only reason I'm like the two teams that I'm mainly leaving out are, you know, the chargers and the Bengals, because I still feel that because those two second year quarterbacks the inexperience will show late in the season. And I think that's what's starting to happen to Herbert. And that's what's starting to happen to the Bengals with their, you know, just yeah. their, their super young, talented rosters. And in a year or two, they could be the number one and number two seeds in the AFC. But right now, compared to the, you know, Browns extremely talented roster, the Patriots are just playing so good. They're playing so unbelievably good. And the Colts are hot. And Carson Wentz right now is playing like a top 10 quarterback in the league. So I don't think you can really fault either any of those three teams mm -hmm. with those two young talented ones right no i, I agree um in the next few years those teams are going to be great right now we could see them suffer just a tiny bit because the inexperience but i'm i'm gonna roll with the charges here just because i really like how herbert has been playing yeah, um i like them a lot yeah just to wrap things up here now uh super bowl predictions who you got asc versus nfc in that final super bowl matchup um well, obviously, it's going to be very interesting without the Chiefs. I, I'm i going to say the Ravens as well. I know you said the Ravens. I'm going to say the Ravens as mm -hmm. well because the AFC relatively is a very, very open conference yeah. with me saying the Chiefs are going to miss the playoffs. I think that the Ravens easily have the best shot because I think the Titans will continue to stay cold. And, you know, those teams are not really going to be able to make it. So the Ravens coming out of the a AFC. With the NFC, I just can't see the Rams not doing it with Von Miller now coming off the edge on the was it same or opposite side of Aaron Donald like and Jalen Ramsey the best corner in the league locking down coverage it's just impossible that that team I think that the Baltimore Ravens would beat them because I just think that the inexperienced playoffs of Matthew Stafford would show maybe a little bit in the Super Bowl on the big stage despite how good of a team he has around him. But I think, yeah, Ravens over the Rams right now, I it just it I, it makes sense to me. You know what? I took the Ravens last episode, but there's one man in sports you're not gonna bet against. It's this man right here, Tom Brady. I yeah. I can't I can't take him out of this discussion. I put him in the Super Bowl for a reason. If he loses, I'll take all the credit for betting with the Bucks. But right now, yeah, until I truly see the Bucks just halt and really, you know, stop their progress. They lost to the Saints, but again, last year they had a few losses and they still picked it up at the end of the year. Playoff Tom is a completely different 
team period i mean he yeah, can run any a, team he's a beast right so um i completely respect the rams pick though they're one of the five teams in the nfc that we talked about that i think can make a super bowl run but for me i got bucks ravens and i got bucks coming out on top of that so that's gonna close that's yeah that's gonna close out this episode or this segment here we still got one more coming up so you guys Please stay on the line. We got my guys from Boom Bus Fantasy Football coming on. But Luke, thank you very, very much for your time here on the show. Uh, awesome being here. I've always had a great time coming and hope to be on uh, in the future again. Yeah, we like to hear that. And once playoff time comes around, we're going to make sure to get you back on here because that's when it's yeah. really going to start to heat up. So yep. Stay tuned for that, guys, and I'll catch you right away in our final segment of the night. Welcome back, guys, for our third and final segment of the night. As I mentioned, we got my man Kyle here from Boom Bus Fantasy Football on the Fantasy Football Network here. Kyle, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me. It's been a while since I've been on here, man. Yeah, well, you know what? We love having you guys on. I love having Corey on. If you guys want to catch us, we're usually doing these Sunday broadcasts over on the Fantasy Football Network. The cat In the caption, there will be their at, so please check them out down there. And today, I got Kyle on. We're going to talk some fantasy. So you saw us discuss NFC and AFC in the previous two segments. So now we're going to venture into some fantasy points midway through the season here. Kyle, let's talk about some good news so far through the season. Who's been impressing you the most through these first nine, 10 weeks of football? Oh man, there's, there's a few, if you, especially like if you're comparing with say ADP or like value where you draft them or didn't draft them for that matter. I think Cordell Patterson's got to be at the top of the list. That dude's come out of nowhere to be a top. What, what's he ranked now? Like five or 10, like he's top five running back right now. And he wasn't even drafted in most leagues. So that's that's a big big win there. Um, Elijah Mitchell has been rock solid for people, just kind of out of nowhere. And then uh, every, everybody drafted expected Sermon to be the guy, and Elijah Mitchell's been a high end two low one for when he's healthy and playing. Yeah, to be to be totally honest, uh, Coral Patterson, I didn't even know he was in the league anymore. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> I thought he I thought, retired. I don't know I why. Thought, this guy had a few good years with the Vikings, and he, I thought he was done after that. I'd seen him on, like, three different teams. I'm like, this guy's washed. And this season, you know, I'm high on Mike Davis. And then Cordell Patterson it? comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, damn. I picked him up in all my leagues because I saw it right away. But it's like you, you wasted a draft pick on Davis when, mm-hmm. you know, you're picking up a guy who's a kick returner, and he's a top five <laughs> running back now. So – um, and the thing with him is in some leagues, he's listed as a receiver and a running back. So he's so versatile that you can play him in both those positions. It's literally a one of a kind player as far as fantasy terms go. So he's been super surprising. And also Cooper cup. I mean, people were super high on him this season as well, but he's surpassed levels that I think anybody would have expected. Like he, I think leads the league by far in receiving yards right now. And he's mm-hmm. just tearing it up right now so him and basically everybody on the Rams has just really surprised me this season even Matt Stafford I knew he was going to have a good season but he's truly shown us that with a good team he can be a top five top 10 
quarterback. Yeah. Um, now let's move to some bads. I mean, who has been the most disappointing for you this season? Because let's be honest, there has been a lot, a <laughs> lot more than usual. Cause this has been an odd fantasy season, man. Like I don't know what's happening, but there's just been so many players who have disappointed week in and week out. Yeah. Um, I actually had one on the tip of my tongue a second ago and then it kind of, Oh, DJ Moore. That's who I was thinking of. DJ Moore started out pretty good, but then I guess you could lump him and Darnold together. They both just kind of flopped, and now you're wishing you hadn't uh, hadn't bothered taking them. Um, and now so you're scrambling been, to pick up Supercam. Yeah, that's been very, very disappointing for sure. Anybody who drafted Galladay, he's been missing the whole year again. Allen Robinson, I think, is the, my top pick for most disappointing fantasy player this year. And then, of course, you mentioned Mike Davis before. Uh, I drafted him in a lot of leagues late thinking, oh, I got me a sleeper. Right. Didn't work out. No, that was – you were going down the wrong path. And, again, Allen Robinson, a guy who I really would like to talk about because he is just – he's 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 fumbled the bag. I mean, Darnell Mooney owners must be really happy right now because him and Fields look like they got a good connection going. But – Allen Robinson, I don't know if he's put up more than 10 points in a game this year. Um, no, it looks like they've – like I watched this last week, and it looks like they're making more of an effort to try to get him the ball now. But I actually – and I didn't realize this until I heard the, the commentators on that game talking about it. I guess when Fields first came in, Mooney was the one sticking around after practices and helping him – learn you know the plays and running routes and stuff so they built a connection through that and so that's why he feels more comfortable looking Mooney's way I think the more he plays because let's face it Fields wasn't ready to start there's no way he was ready to start in that offense but was kind of forced into it Um, so I think as you see him get more comfortable in that offense you're starting to see him get more comfortable throwing other people Cole Komet's getting more catches Allen Robinson they're really trying to get him the ball more but uh, I, I think a full offseason next year with these guys and him and Allen Robinson probably won't even be there next year, but uh, full offseason prepping as the starter and everything next year, I think will help that chemistry. I do still think Fields has a very bright future ahead of him, but it's just, I don't think it's going to turn around for Allen Robinson this year. Yeah, they're going to continue to just level up. Fields has done pretty well, I'd like to say, from just being thrown into this role. I mean, I don't think... Anybody expected him to be, you know, pushed in to that quarterback one spot so early, but he's done a fairly good job. I mean, they almost took down the 49ers a week or two ago. So um, I think, as you mentioned, yeah, over time, you're just going to build better connections and that offense is really going to flourish. It's just a matter of, you know, transitioning from college into the NFL. You're still making that transition. So I think that he's going to be a phenomenal quarterback within the next few years if they can surround him with talents like Mooney, Robinson, you name it. Um, now, moving more to like trade targets, waiver acquisitions, who's somebody that you like to target now? Let's say you're entering the playoffs, trade deadlines approaching. Who's somebody that you're kind of looking at and you want to grab while you enter the playoffs just to have as backup or even as a starter? Well. I'm going to say, I know, a quick, quick plug here. We actually have a show on the network called Fantasy Wall Street. And our guy, Tony, 
goes through a lot of stuff, and I'm going to steal a couple of his trade targets actually right now. Uh, one receiver, one running back, DeAndre Hopkins. Great schedule, great quarterback. Him and Kyler come back healthy. Their connection is strong. He's a really strong trade target right now. People are iffy on that injury. At running back, I'm going for Aaron Jones. He's been down a couple weeks, but his schedule is also amazing over the rest of the season. Another kind of sneakier one at receivers, Deontay Johnson. He has probably – I think it is actually the best – uh, the best fantasy schedule for wide receivers in the league over the rest of the season. And he's kind of underperformed probably people's expectations this first half. You might be able to get him at a pretty reasonable price right now. And again, DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Jones, aligning yourself with two very, very good offenses, two elite mm-hmm. offenses, especially when Rodgers comes back. Aaron Jones is going to put up solid numbers. He's going to have one or two off games, but at the end of the day, he's a top 10 running back in fantasy, hands down. So uh, I completely agree with both those. And then Deontay Johnson, it's interesting because the Steelers are doing much better than I had expected. I still Mm -hmm. think that Big Ben is not the solution to that team, but I mean, if he's producing, if Deontay Johnson is getting fed the ball, he's a guy that I also would love to have on my team, especially when you need those big type of games, those big boom games heading into the playoffs. Deontay Johnson is going to be one of those guys who can produce that for you because the Steelers, I mean, they got to put up points. Big Ben's going to be throwing it a ton. So I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, Johnson's going to get fed. Schuster's out of the equation. And obviously Claypool, I believe, had been taken out last game if I'm not mistaken so Johnson's kind of the only guy left in that offense as far as receivers go um so I would yeah completely agree there buy in and just to round things off here for this final segment for the episode Kyle let's talk about some Super Bowl picks who you got coming out of the AFC and the NFC to match up in the Super Bowl oh man AFC I still think even though they looked rough last week, I still think the Bills are going to be the team to beat over there. Uh, the Ravens have looked pretty sharp until tonight. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, the Chiefs just aren't the Chiefs we're used to. So it'll be definitely AFC championship game. It'll be Ravens-Bills, but it'll be – I think it'll be the Bills that ends up taking them. I think their defense is better. On the NFC, that's so much harder to predict – because there's so many good teams right now. Um, honestly, I think it'll come down probably assuming, you know, they Dak has shaken off whatever whatever rust he had after that injury last week. I think it'll come down between the Cardinals and the Cowboys, but I think the, the Cardinals will probably end up. So I'm, I'm calling cards bills for the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a respectable pick. Um, I think that the Bucs at least got a shot in the AFC. There's a the thing about the NFC is there's five or six top tier teams, and then there's a fall off. In the AFC, there's about one, maybe two top tier teams, and then yeah. it's just a crap ton of mediocre average, <laughs> average teams, right? It's it's yeah. two complete, it's polar opposite conferences. It's really hard from our standpoint to see what is going on. There's no clear cut best team in the league right now. There's no, every team is defeatable. Mm -hmm. We can't say that any team 
can just win any game. The Bills just lost to the Jaguars. We just saw the Ravens lose on Thursday night football to the Dolphins. Um, so I don't even feel safe picking any team. I, I'm rolling with the Bucks, And out of the AFC, I mean, it's either Bills or Ravens. I've talked last two segments about it too. It's, it's really a toss-up for me right now because the AFC is just – you know, such a blunder as far um, as the records go, as far as the wins and losses go, especially that Steelers division. Every team there has, I think, other than the Steelers, has reached the top of that division sometime this season. <laughs> it's just fluctuating like crazy. So yeah. I think we'll have a more, you know, clear-cut idea once we reach the end of the season, closer to the playoffs. But right now it's really hard to say, who we think is at least going to match up in even a conference championship type game. Um, yeah. So that is about it for this segment, for this episode, Kyle, again, thank you very, very much for coming on. Hope to see you this weekend. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Uh, had a good time and yeah, hopefully we will see you this weekend. <laughs> I'll, I'll touch base with you on Saturday to make sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, no uh, Sunday games missed the past few couple weeks, but Hopefully, we're going to hop on. Again, guys, please check it out. We got streams going all the time on the Fantasy Football Network. So go check it out. They got a website going. They got a great Instagram channel, a bunch of great content creators there. So I'd love for you guys to go and at least saw some a few likes. And again, if you guys like the video, please drop a like, drop a comment. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.